It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong and Happy. I'm your host, Heather Smith, and uh, my co-host, Stephanie Richardson. I'm not sure if she's going to make it on the air today. She may be in a place with zero internet and zero phone reception. (laughs) I'm not totally sure. So so, uh, I actually have uh, another guest with me here today. Uh, Melanie Clampett is here, and I'll be introducing her in just a moment. Um, Again, thanks for being here. And uh, today's show, we're talking about birthplace of the future. I am so excited about this topic, (laughs) and uh, I wonder where we'll go today. Um, I am going to start with our usual start, which is to say the description that we wrote, uh, just to send us off, and we'll see where we go after that. Uh, So birthplace of the future. If you've ever thought that the present was unremarkable, that today was a bit stale, Have you ever considered that today may just be the birthplace of your future? As a matter of fact, every day is the birthplace of your future. (laughs) It makes me tingly all over. (laughs) So, uh, Melanie, thank you for uh, joining in the conversation today. Thanks for being here. Uh, You're so welcome. Thanks so much for the invitation. I was so excited when you uh, told me what the topic was. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that about you. <laughs> so, uh, so, Melanie, I know from Access Consciousness, and uh, we've become good friends over the last couple of years. And uh, so uh, we may or may not do clearings. I'm not really sure. But uh, we'll be talking about creating our future today. And um, she's a Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator, and um, so I'll also be uh, having her share some of the stuff she's up to later on. But for now, uh, where would we like to start with this topic, Melanie? Do you have anything uh, popping? That's that's a great question. You know, I, I would, I think it's, you know, what's coming up in my awareness now is, you know, how many of, you know, the listeners out there you know, think that the future actually lives somewhere outside of the present moment, somewhere that's out there like future is this sort of beyond, I think, that most yeah. people get into. Um, so maybe a great place to begin is, you know, so what is your point of view about the future, Heather? Like, what is future? And how is yeah, that created? So for- Oh, I love it. <laughs> um, I'm like, I'm the host, but I love you. <laughs> Asking questions like this. <laughs> so, fun. so, you know, one of the things I think that I may be different than a lot of people, which I didn't really get on this particular topic, for me the future is really all about what what's possible that 
I didn't ever consider. And for me, one of the things is that I noticed I don't really get too hung up on the how of it. I'm just really in the curiosity of I wonder what else is possible. And it could be, you know, with a situation, with a person, with a relationship. So to me, the future is always open to a greater possibility. And the thing that I, is true for me is I don't know how, I don't have to know how to get there. I just have the trust that something greater is possible some way, somehow, and eventually. Yeah. <laughs> so, totally. Um, so, so to me, that's really what the future is about is what can I be today to let that greater possibility show up in my life? So, so what about you? Oh, well, that's what, beautiful. What, uh, thank you. Well, you know, it's it's interesting, you know, what just was popping into my awareness is, like, I'm actually living my future right now. You know, we, you know, for me, well, so often I thought of future, I'm like, well, that's, you know, 20 years or that's 50 years or 100 years, like, that's future. It's just way off. And it's, it seemed like something, number one, I couldn't be aware of. Um, I had no influence mm-hmm. over and it was something that I couldn't change. Like somehow there was a future mm. that was, you know, it was destined or something that was already fixed out there. And one day mm-hmm. I realized I was like, you know, tomorrow when I wake up, tomorrow morning is my future. This moment mm. is the future of my yesterday. Yeah. Right? And it sort of makes your brain go, but what if we actually <laughs> begin to take future? What if we actually began to take this, this concept of future that we put way out in front of us that's just this untouchable, and we actually, you know, brought it into our present moment, you know, into today? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the things that I would love to dive into more is I know for me that's been what you were just describing has really empowered me personally in my everyday life to create the change that I'd like to have. And for me, for sure, that was true before where the future was something way far in the future, someday, maybe I'll get there. (laughs) You know, there there was a lot in front of it being possible though. (laughs) And, um, and where that started to switch is, I'm like, okay, you know, I'd like to learn how to fly a, a plane, and that seems really far away with all the, like, you know, what is it, thousands of hours of training you have to do. But what can I choose today, right now, to go in that direction? I'm like, instead of just wishing I knew how to fly a plane, I'm like, oh, I'm going to find an instructor <laughs> today. I'm going to look in the phone book or look online and search for an instructor near me, <laughs> right? Yeah. So that thing of taking what we say we would like as our future or say we would like in the future, what are we choosing right now that goes in that direction? Or are we keeping it in just like a pie in the sky wish or a dream but not willing to take action. And, and that, that one switch of taking action today 
is for me just brought the whole future way closer. <laughs> so Heather, are you saying that today is actually the first place of the future? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Bum, 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 well, I, I think we, yeah. bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I think we really underestimate the choices that we make today and that that actually is creating what can show up tomorrow and the next day yeah, and the next absolutely. day. And, you know, that's something that the founder of Access Consciousness, Yuri Douglas, talks about all the time. He's like, look, your choices create your future. Everything you choose today is creating your future. I mean, just yeah. this one piece of information and just to really actually you know, we can get it conceptually, but really get it, wow, like you're saying, the choices yeah. that I'm making today are actually creating what's available to me in the future, what is possible for me in the future. And gosh, there's this, there's a the quote, and it's about insanity, and you're going to have to help me out with this. I think often people <laughs> um, related to Albert Einstein, I'm not actually sure if he's the one who said it, just because it was mm-hmm. on the internet. Right. <laughs> but it's, you know, right. insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Right? right? So if we make the same choices every single day and we expect a different future, I mean, that's kind of insane. Right. Get ready for disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, well, and, you know, I wonder how many do you think that maybe so are going this direction because they actually don't want the future to be different. Well, yeah, I mean, I've seen it over and over again where people say they would like a different future. They say they would like change, except they truly are not willing to make any different choice than what they've been making, any new choice that's unfamiliar totally not willing to choose that. And that's like fundamentally required uh, to <laughs> allow change to show up. <laughs> you know? um, it's kind of the, yeah, how people like to keep things the same while saying they would like change. It's like, yeah, they would like it, but that doesn't mean they're willing to choose it and create it. <laughs> so yeah, I, one exactly. of the things I'd love to hear about yeah. One of the things I'd love to hear about from you, Melanie, is, you know, we. it can be easy to see, like, the example that I gave of, like, okay, I'd like to learn how to fly a plane, and so I take, I do something, and I take action to move towards that, but I was wondering if you would talk about um, more in the sense of being and and your how something we talk about in access all the time, how your point of view creates your reality, and how change can not just be like something external that you do, but you yes. know it's like changing your point of view, changing your attitude, what a lot of people would refer to as changing your mindset. Um, I was wondering if you would talk about that in terms of creating your future. Yes, absolutely. I'm I'm so grateful that you asked this question. You know, every single choice that I make is, you know, based on a on a particular mindset or a belief system or, you know, points of view, I'm functioning from. And 
one of the incredible uh, guests of Access Consciousness has been like, hey, you can actually change your point of view. You change your point yeah. of view. You change your reality. So, right, one of the things that, that you know, they're often saying in Access is your, your point of view creates your reality. Your reality doesn't create your point of view. And it's like, okay, cool. Well, that's awesome. So now what? Is, <laughs> <Right>. you know, <laughs> for, for, how does that men, actually apply <laughs> yeah exactly it's like well, well and it's like that with so many things you know we we, we get a sense of lightness because like oh yeah that's true but you know how do we actually distill that into the choices and you know the things that we're doing in our life every single day so you know yeah. one of the things that I look at is you know if something is showing up in my life over and over and over again, right? Because I yeah. created that somewhere in the past. And here I am living in, you know, my future, which is also the present moment. You know, one of the questions that I like to ask is, what point of view do I have that's creating it? I love that. That's a great yeah. one. What point of view yeah. do I have that's creating it? Yeah. Well, and one of the things that to me is super exciting that some people get freaked out by is, like, if you take what you said literally, that our own point of view is what's creating our reality, I go, oh, my God, that is so exciting because if I'm taking this point of view, if I'm the one choosing this point of view, I can change it. I can choose to have a different point of view. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not dependent on some outside thing. And to me, that has been one of the most exciting things uh, about being alive, really, <laughs> you know, that, that I have that much choice and that my choice is that powerful that I can literally change my reality by changing my point of view. And, and of course, I've jumped in and tried it out and been practicing it for years and years of, of letting go of the point of view that I have. And, and like another question that I like to ask is what other point of view could I have here that would allow for something different to show up? Yes. Um, well, in the, the other, you know, component of really asking these questions, like, is like, you know, what other point of view could I have or what could I be or new different that would actually be, change this and create a different outcome or create a different future. You know, the sort of next piece to this is that often, and I know that this was something that locked me up for a really long time, was that I Mm -hmm. needed to have some sort of concept of what that future was going to turn out to be. Like, I needed to curate it. I needed to design that future. And if I did not have the blueprint for that future, then I couldn't create it. Right, right. which turned out to be a big fat lie. <laughs> that is totally a big fat lie. So you know, I'm I wonder if you know for the for all of you who you know are are listening live with us right now in the future, you know, are what would it be like if you could welcome a future? If you could welcome a future into your world, whether it's tomorrow or a week from now or a year from now, that might look and be totally different than what you would ever imagine. Piece yeah. of it is sort of letting go of like, what if I could actually allow everything to show up in my world, in my life, in my days, in my future? 
what if I could allow it to show up in a totally different than I would imagine? I sort of lost my train of thought right there. I sort of, yeah. I sort yeah. of spaced, I sort of like well, spaced yeah. out. Yeah. It was like the energy went boom, yeah. boom, and I went, oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, so that's the oh, thing. Oh, I like, remember. Yeah. Well, so what I was going to add was, what if we would allow it to show up even greater than we can imagine? Because that's yeah. what I've noticed. Yeah. It shows up even more amazing. Yeah, and then when I'm willing worse. to let go. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing that we don't really, no one talks about this, and well, other than access consciousness, and no one really gives us the tools of like, we're so trained and encouraged to try and make the future solid and to have a plan for the, that, like you said, have a structured future that we plan for, we construct it, and then we arrive there like it's some building we're building <laughs> something. This is my future, and this is how it'll be, and it'll have chandeliers, and it'll have <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that that willingness to go of that solidity and trust that not only can we, like, have our own backs, but the whole world has our back and consciousness has our back, and that if we'll let go of that structure that something amazing can show up, that it opens the door for everything we'd really like to have, even if we don't have words for it and can't define it and can't, like, uh, draw out the map of how to get there. What if it could still show up? And not, it's like, for me, it's about going on the adventure of that, (laughs) Yes, totally. You know, one of the things that, that I like to remind myself of is when I have you know, these senses of like, well, I don't know, maybe consciousness doesn't have my back. Maybe I actually do need to control all of the moving parts. I like to remember, mm. you know, that we live in a solar system where consciousness can actually keep gigantic planets in orbit. Right? <laughs> right. Like the ocean, the tides go in and go out. It never, consciousness doesn't miss a beat. And I'm like, okay, cool. Maybe I could allow consciousness to have my back. The resume looks great. I love that. Oh, my God. (laughs) And it really sort of takes me out of, you know, the weird stuff we can get stuck in, you know, with our our mind. Because, you know, for, oh, and here's another piece. You know, we try to figure out the future with our minds, but how many of us would actually like a different future to show up? And with your mind, you only can, your, like, your brain and your thinking can access what's already been and the past. But in order to create a different future that's actually possibilities of what doesn't actually maybe even exist yet, we have to go beyond the mind. Because, again, I can only access what's already been. Yeah. Well, not, again, another super exciting frontier for me, which is that um, accessing what we actually know. And what we know to be true and what's real for us that isn't defined, isn't something we've already learned about, and yet somehow we just know. You know, it's, for me, I... I've seen it in that that thing that 
people that shows up in people's lives where they don't know why, they don't know how, but somehow they just know they got to go to this place at this time, or they got to go visit this particular country, or there's something that they just know they have to choose this thing, and they don't know why, they don't know how, but mm-hmm. when they do it and follow that knowing, they get to find out how like miraculous healing, nurturing, life-changing, like whatever it is for them, they get the beauty and the magic of whatever that knowing was. And I've seen people, you know, all over the world, thousands of people who when they follow that knowing, it turns out just magnificent. And I'd like to, you know, when I work with people to remind them of that, that it's like our knowing never steers us wrong, you know, just like you're describing. The consciousness doesn't miss a beat, you know, it doesn't let some planet go swirling off (laughs) right? orbit. (laughs) Like our knowing is is that trustworthy (laughs) as well. Yeah, exactly. And and, and our knowing actually is also in the present moment. Yes. And that's another yeah, piece that was, you know, really big for me. I was like, that somehow I had my knowing what it is that I know somehow in the future because I had misidentified <laughs> knowing with figuring it out. All uh, the answers and right. having all my ducks in a row. And knowing is actually different. It's like what you were speaking to. You know, well, I don't exactly know why. I felt like I needed to go to this particular Starbucks that I never go to and, and boom. I intersected with this person who had that connection that led to this, that led to that client that I've been asking for. And they're like, well, how right. did you know? You're like, I don't know. I just had this sense. Some people call it, you know, a gut feeling. You know, people have a lot right. of intuition. They have a lot of different ways, and they like to talk about knowing. Um, but again, and we kept looking for, like, some knowing to show up for the future. And I was like, actually, it, it sort of spontaneously occurs in the moment. So it's one of these like, yeah. if you really are living your present as the birthplace of your future, you've got to be present and actually pay attention. Yeah. Well, and that thing of dropping the points of view or judgments about what's not, not possible or that we have yeah. to figure it out, it really, all those things we have done to try and solidify a future that we would like, letting all that go really is that like easy peasy <laughs> way that, that things can start showing up. We can notice those hunches and those inclinations of like, oh, I'm going to go this way today or, oh, I'm not going to go to the Starbucks. I'm going to go to that other one. And again, not a reason why, just knowing yeah. that that's you know, exactly. what you're going to choose. And, you know, that's another another one of the reasons I'm so grateful for Access Consciousness is because so many people have this conversation they're like, yes, choose your awareness. Choose what you know. But we've got yeah. so many points of views and, and, you know, points of views we've got from culture and society and family and church and religion and school and everything that says go against your knowing. It's like we have this incredible programming and people will speak to it but yeah. they don't actually have a way to change it. And with access consciousness, it's like, you know, I started 
you know, the first thing I ever did with Access is go to an Access Bars class. And the Access mm-hmm. Bars changed so much, and it was such an easy way yeah. to just allow all of those, so many of the points of view to just dissipate out of my body and out of my mind. And it was yeah. a lot easier to be aware of those moments when I'm like, oh, this is actually my knowing. This this isn't <laughs> just a random idea that I have that I can dismiss automatically. And that, you know, we have the clearing yeah. statement so that when we do have a point of view, no, we become aware of when we ask that question, what point of view do I have that's actually continuing to create this? We mm-hmm. actually have pragmatic tools to shift and change it. And that is so different, isn't it? Oh, my gosh, yeah. It's the biggest difference of everything. And one of the things that I'd love to talk about a little bit here is um, with following our knowing. <clears throat> I personally did a huge amount of uh, studying, like, metaphysical and New Age kind of stuff, right? So over the years, there were so many different practices that were really, that were super embroiled with the significance, the meaning, and the lessons to learn, right? So we do these yes. magical things like follow our knowing, and then we'd start attaching significance to it. We'd try to figure out the meaning. We'd try to, um, you know, figure out how it was destiny and what the destiny was or how there's yeah. some, like, deep life lesson in it, right? Well, life and, lesson or purpose. Like there's right, purpose or purpose, in the future, and you better live one. into it. Yeah. Oh, right. there's no significance and, in that. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. If you follow your knowing, it better be to fulfill your, you know, destined life purpose and higher purpose, and don't mess it up. You know, don't get yeah. it wrong. Well, that brings but, up um, a wee bit of energy. Wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just a little. So. I I mean, honestly, I have to say, I really diligently tried to do all those things and make it true. And I, one of the things that's so different about Access Consciousness that was so incredibly freeing and empowering to me is that what if I could have my knowing and follow my knowing, and at the same time, what if it didn't have a purpose? What if it didn't have a deep significance or meaning? Like, yeah. what if it didn't have to, like, have that much judgment of if you're choosing the right thing or going to the right place or, or like, looking for the proof of how you're right, that this is the right thing to do and the right thing to choose and the right place at the right time. There was so Are much you judgment get the right in all future? of it. Yes, yes. <laughs> like there's a right future. <laughs> like, oh my God. So well, really, I think uh, that for a lot of people that that's true. That there is a right future. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Right. So what if yeah. instead of a right future, there was a future that worked for you? And that is really different. You know, for me. I, like I said, I, I truly diligently judged the heck out of myself <laughs> to try to get to that right future that I thought I was supposed yeah. to create and have. And yet I, I've found from trying it out 
as I let go of the judgments and let go of the significance and let go of the meaning that the future that I can have and the future that I can create is one that just works for me. You know, it has ease and it has, I feel empowered. I have a sense of trusting myself. I have a sense of of consciousness having my back and and that I can create a future that is just really enjoyable for me. And I, I, I mean, it may be, I don't know, it, like doing stuff just for the fun of it, it's hard to make that significant. <laughs> you know? so, oh, so I don't know whether really I said different. I could. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just, I just oh. have to say it's been, is such a change in my life um, to to make that switch in perspective and to allow myself to have that way of functioning. It's just a different world for me and way more fun. Oh my god! Absolutely. <laughs> so, well, and you know, I'm, Heather, and is it also true for you? Because you know, you know, one of the tools that we talk about in access is the truth will always make you feel lighter, and a lie will always make you feel heavier. So the more that you're yeah. actually choosing based on what's true for you and what works for you, your life today and then your day, your the days ahead and into your future, like everything continues to lighten up even more. Exactly, absolutely. Where mm-hmm. when I was choosing the significance and the meaning and and looking for that, it was always heavy and solid and would take something that was so light and spacious and beautiful Mm -hmm. and start to contract it and densify it and solidify it, which was really no fun. (laughs) It was like, yeah, no, no fun at all. Yeah. So I'm curious for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. I'm curious for you, Melanie, of that switch, because I know you've also studied a lot of different stuff and and what that's done for you to to drop the judgments and and follow that lightness. Oh, my goodness. Heather, it changed everything. For, you know, when I, you know, I've actually taken some moments to go, what was, what was my reality like four years ago? And I'm actually able, you know, yeah. through asking a question to get a sense of that energy. And I don't even know how I was walking because I was living <laughs> under such dense and intense heaviness all the time. You know, so, you know, I, I called it depression. I called it a lot of a lot of different things. Um, but really yeah. it was I was trying to live under the weight of meaning and significance and what I thought I should be doing that I just did mm-hmm. not seem to be able to do or be. And the interesting thing was, it's like none of it, they were, none of them were my points of view. So I was trying to live and create my life and my future based on what somebody else told me it should be. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when I was really, you know, really started using the tools and, you know, it actually has, and it's still unfolding in the universe. There's still pieces and threads of it that come up. And I think one of the biggest choices that I've made in the last four years that changed this is to actually eat my own life and being a source of the reality that I know is possible, even if nobody else agrees. Yeah. 
Well, and, and that's such a yeah. courageous choice, you know, to to do that uh, for yourself. Yeah. Well, it's but a courageous it choice. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, go ahead. So I just, yeah, I was just curious of what that has been like for you to start down that path. And, um, I mean, for me, it, it was it's actually been so much easier. <laughs> you know? Yes. Like, oh my God. It, it really is. It really is so much easier. And, you know, I'll, I'll be really transparent here. You know, sometimes, you know, I have the point of view because this was part of the significance. That if it wasn't that easy, then it didn't have the meaning and it wasn't as valuable. So I would find myself oscillating, you know, back and forth mm-hmm. to this amazing open spaciousness, lightness of like this, is what I would like. This is what I'm asking for. And then it was sort of oscillate into some other, I used to call it the rubber band effect, <laughs> to go back right. and forth a little bit. And it, it, yeah. it's actually been a continual choice each day and in, and in the moment um, over the last four years. And it's gotten easier and easier and easier. And, and now, you know, that oscillation is much, much less. And I'm actually able to go, hey, you know, I'm actually aware, hey, I'm about to oscillate into someone else's reality in a reality of no possibilities, a reality of it it can't be easy, in a reality of significance. And now I'm able to go, you know what, I have a different choice. And I'm not actually choosing that. And I am willing to be as different as that makes me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. And it, it is like a muscle that you build. I mean, it's been similar yes. for me. Of It really has been, it's something I've been working at and practicing and playing with. And really, I mean, one of the gifts of dropping judgment and dropping significance is that it's given me the freedom to practice. Like, oh, I was just going down the road of starting to make that significant. But, but I notice it. So when I notice it, oh, my gosh, okay, now I can make a new choice and choose again and drop the significance if I would like to or hold on to and it. And you, know you know what is so cool about that? You know, in those moments mm-hmm. when we are aware, like, oh, here's that point of view. This is, this is that sidewalk yeah. that I've been walking down and falling in that same hole in for 10 years. And it's yeah. that moment yeah. when you go, oh, here I am, I'm on that same sidewalk, wait, I actually have the choice to take another path. And to me, that, right there, that moment when you go, huh, I'm aware, I have a different choice. Okay, I'm going to take this path. That is the birthplace of a different future. It is. It absolutely is. And that is Every, so exciting. Yes. It yeah. is. <laughs> Every different choice, every every return to center with consciousness attached, every what will my life be like in five years if I choose this and choosing what actually works for you and is expansive and like for you, every one of those choices is the birthplace for a totally different future. Yeah, I would, I'm going to explain that to you that you just mentioned about if I choose this, okay. what will my life be like in five years? That is, I love that question. It's one of Talk the about newer creating questions. your future. Yeah, exactly. So it's one of the newer questions from Access Consciousness. And you, there's, you ask two things. You ask, what will my life be like in five years if I choose this? 
And what will my life be like in five years if I do not choose this? So it can be applied to anything. It can be applied to making something significant. It can be applied to your point of view. It could be applied to an action that you take. It could be applied to, you know, making a phone call or not making a phone call. You can apply it to anything. Yeah, any choice. Any choice at all. Yeah, any choice. Yeah. Any choice that you have in the moment. And what you're looking for is not the right answer, but you're looking for the sense of energy that comes up when you ask the question. And there's no right or wrong answer. It's just what do you notice? What do you become aware of when you ask the question? So we'll, we can practice right now. So everyone who's listening, I'd like you to um, think of something that you're, like, debating what to choose. And it could be a big choice. It could be a little choice. It could be, where do I want to go for lunch? <laughs> like, so pick something that you're going to choose uh, so, or would like to choose or not sure. So any topic, just pick something. So now, with that thing, if you choose it, what will your life be like in five years? And just notice the energy that comes up. Okay, now, if you do not choose that, what will your life be like in five years? And now notice the energy that comes up with that. Now, out of those two choices, which one do you energetically prefer? And go ahead and choose that. Make that be your choice. Because the thing with awareness and with energy is that when you ask the question, you get awareness of the energy. And if you choose that thing, then that is the energy that your life is going to become. That is the energy that is going to start filling up your life. So it's a way to start making choices, not from your cognitive mind, but from your knowing and from your awareness of energy. So whichever of the two that you choose, that's the energy that's going to get created by making that choice. So I love it. It's a really, like non-cognitive way <laughs> to start using our awareness for us rather than against us. And, and it makes it really simple. I mean, it makes it just yes or no, basically. <laughs> um, it really does. And it really helps to, um, I pass what we were talking about earlier. If I have to figure it out, you know, choosing with, you know, the function of our mental capacities that can only reference the past. When we mm-hmm. actually allow ourselves to have our awareness, and 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 the the awareness is like you were saying, it's a sense of energy. Is it like is it more expansive? And like there's a there's a quality to it, but it it isn't solidified necessarily, you know, into some definition. So it's an amazing yeah. way to be like, well, if I'm not choosing with figuring it out, what the heck do I do? <laughs> like cool, there's <laughs> something you can do. And that's the other piece of it, and it's sort of, you know, almost a whole different, you know, subject. What if you can actually be aware of future? What if you can be aware of what will this choice create? So you can ask it, what will this choice create in five years? And it, you know, it not only bypasses the mind, but you really get a sense of the energy. And what if you could even ask, what will this create in 50 years? What will this choice create in 100 years? We don't often acknowledge that the choices that we make, they, you know, they affect our personal lives, but they also affect the world and the reality that we live in. So, 
you know, what if there are choices that we make that affect us personally, but also affect the planet and globally? And what if we can be right. aware of we, those energies? Yeah. Yeah, and aware of it for the fun of it, like for the just because we can, again, without it having to be deeply meaningful or significant, mm-hmm. but just like, wow, how cool that I can be aware of this energy and aware of the that my choice is making a difference, that my choice is yeah. creating something different or creating this energy. And another exactly. thing that I wanted to point out with this question is we do like five years, what we were likely like in five years or 10 years or 20 or 50 or 100 or even 500 or 1,000 specifically because you can't go like mental with it. <laughs> you know, you, you're, you can't figure that one out in your head. So that's yes. why we ask for some distance that's far out there um, because you have to go to your knowing. And like you said so beautifully, Melanie, that it, it is an acknowledgement that we actually are aware of the future. And and this yeah. is a way we can start using that knowing uh, for us as a capacity and ability for creating a future that we'd really like to have. Um, so, you know, I invite everyone to just play with it and, and see what you notice. And and play with it with everything. I mean, from, you know, chewing a stick of gum to where you're going to vacation or it could be anything. It really is amazing Exactly. You start to notice. Exactly. And, you know, my <laughs> suggestion would be start with things that, that you're not that attached to because it's a lot easier to start getting that sense of what it is for you when you're not super attached to the outcome. So if you're like, I'm going to play with this tool. What would my life be like if I sell my house? What would my life be like if I don't sell my house? Like, if you really don't have much of a point of view, it could totally work. But sometimes, yeah. you know, we take this tool and we try to apply it to something gigantic that we already have so much attached to. So play with it lightly at first, I would suggest. And follow your own awareness. Yeah. <laughs> How it would be fun <laughs> to play with it. You know, and there, the other thing that I am was coming into my awareness as you were talking, you know, a lot of people will put the uh, Mahatma Gandhi quote uh, pretty often, be, you know, be the change that you would like to see in the world. So, yeah. you know, for me, it's so relevant to this conversation because every point of view that we have is actually creating the, the configuration of energy that we be in the world, right? It, and it affects everything around it. So we're also, you know, inviting you to be aware of, like, you are the change. You know, be the change you'd like to see in the world. You know, what points of views would you like to see in the world? Would you like to see a world with more kindness, you know, and, you know, more allowance with difference, where people could be different and that it was actually okay, right? It didn't create division. You know, each person could, and I'm, you know, speaking from the world that I would like to create. (laughs) And it's like, when you choose that for you, you make that a possibility for other people to choose. And that's another birthplace of the future. Well, yeah, and that it can be so simple as, you know, if I choose this, what will my life be like in five years if I don't choose this? And following what's light for you. Like it, it, 
it doesn't have to be this super complex, complicated, hard to figure out thing. What if it could be that simple as the choices that we make today, right now, in the next five minutes or ten minutes or hour, just following the lightness and following the ease? Well, I know that I would like to see more lightness and ease in the world. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's what is so powerful is that by choosing in our everyday life of following, you know, the light choices, uh, whatever that is, whatever it looks yeah. like. It, I mean, for me in my own life, it it keeps increasing the ease and the space and the lightness at day in and day out. And you know, it's a number of years now of, of practicing that, and it just keeps growing and growing and growing and growing and growing. And, you know, that that rubber band effect that you were talking about, Melanie, yeah. it's like, yeah, there's way less of that um, in my life. And now it's just pretty much a constant um, space of ease and expanding the ease more. It's like it's a, a, a space of continuing to expand, and there isn't that real contraction anymore. I mean, there's, I, I actually can't really think of anything um, that super contracts me anymore or con- like, yeah, really hardly anything at all. And that's new. I have to say it's probably just in the last maybe six months um, or so that it's really like, wow, no matter what shows up, I truly do have a sense of ease and joy and exuberant expression <laughs> and abundance. That's it's really just awesome. Amazing. So, yeah. You know, you like, you, wow, you might. Really how does it get better than that? Oh, does it? I'm just acknowledging you know, this. I'm just realizing the depth. Yeah. Like, wow. I, I really actually have a lot of that. And boy, did I not think that was possible for most of my life. Totally. <laughs> so know. you know, Heather, what were some of the yeah. choices that you made? Were there choices that you made six months ago within the last six months? What are the choices that you made that is allowing this to be your future that you have right now? And do you know what some of those you know, choices were? Yeah, I do actually know. Um, one of the biggest choices that you also mentioned, actually, was to really commit to my own life, like commit to my own point of view and perspective about life and about how I would like to live and what's true for me. And like truly living from what's true for me rather than buying into other people's points of view. Because uh, I really lived most of my life, you know, bouncing around between other people's points of view <laughs> about what I should do or shouldn't do or can do or can't do or how, how is what they see is true um, without really considering my own point of view and what's true for me. And so that's, I'd say the, the biggest uh, choice that I made was to truly start to honor my own point of view, my, what's true for me. And like you said, regardless if anyone else agrees or believes it or even is aware of it, but just to choose that for myself, um, I'd have to say that was, that's probably the, the one main choice <laughs> that has exploded into into having it, you know, to really having that sense yeah. of myself uh, that I didn't have before uh, when I was trying to follow other people's points of view. 
yeah. That is cool. so cool. Wow. Definitely beautiful. <laughs> I know, right? You're like, holy moly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blowing my own mind here. <laughs> so, so Heather, let me ask you, you know, when you were making those choices, did did you have to figure out, you know, how, you know, how to actually be that? Or did you just choose? No, I just, I made a demand of myself that no matter what it takes, I'm going to trust myself and I'm going to, I'm going to know what I know. Um, you know, I, I haven't always been willing to be aware of what my point of view is about things. Um, yeah. So I really just mm-hmm. made a commitment to myself of I'm going to know what my point of view is about this, you know, this person, this event, this, like, whatever it is. I'm going to know what my point of view is. Because, I mean, really, I, I mean, there's not a lot of things that I have a strong opinion about. So I kind of... I had the point of view that because I didn't have a strong opinion about a lot of things that I didn't have a point of view. And that wasn't exactly true. (laughs) So, so by making this demand of myself, I started to discover, uh, you know, I started to ask myself, well, what is my point of view about this? Do I have a point of view about this? What is it? And starting to ask that question. And yeah, it wasn't, None of it was about figuring out how to get there. But I have had the practice, though, of playing with that. It's like it's a lot of years now that I've had been practicing that muscle of I don't have to figure out how I'm going to get there. I'm just going to ask of myself that I be and do whatever it takes to get there. And when I make that kind of choice, I know that the, the, the people and the things and the experiences will show up to show me how to get there. I don't have to figure it out. So I I have built that kind of trust. Yeah. So That's so cool. Well, it's, (laughs) you know, there's something really potent. I think that it's, you know, something I've even just recently really liked, you know, getting deep down into my bones from actually, you know, being it, not just kind of cognitively understanding it, but when we choose something, we just choose it. I don't know how this is going to show up. And it usually has taken me for me to sort of like get to the end of my rope with something. Like, my plan. Right. Like, I'm uh-huh. so sick and tired. Like, I run out of money, I run out of money, I run out of money. And finally getting to a point and being like, wait a second, I've had enough of this. I do not care what it takes. I don't care what I have to do. I don't care what needs to change. Let this change changes yeah. right now. Like, yeah. That choice is like we set in motion, you know, the same consciousness that keeps the planets in orbit. We set in motion consciousness going, okay, cool. And if we don't go into the figuring it out and we just go, shoot, like, however this shows up, bring it, universe. And like, there's, yeah. that, there's a quickening and this amazing like, and it gets, you know, more magical. You know, things show up as if I'm actually just the constant. This is going, I ask, can you show me? Cool. You made that choice. <laughs> now we're going to set in motion the people, the situations, the circumstances, you know, all of it. That's going to bring you what you are asking for and what you're choosing right now. And a lot of us don't know we have that available. No one's ever told yeah. us that. That you're part of something right. that's great and wonderful and amazing and that it 
wants to give you everything you ask for. We're like, yeah. oh, oh, my God, the universe out. really does have our back. No way. It really <laughs> does. Yay. <laughs> and speaking of having our back, is that Stephanie on the line? <laughs> it is. Uh, speaking <laughs> of you having my back. <laughs> yes. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi. We, for Yay. the listeners, in case you guys didn't mention it, uh, we had a call the other day, uh, Melanie and um, Heather and me and another facilitator had a, a call all about me, oh, Sylvia, um, all had a call about needless friendships. Um, so our next call will be about <laughs> needless radio show hosts. <laughs> I'm kidding. It won't actually be needless radio show hosts. well it was so great because like you know I knew that you were traveling today it's like it's okay I got this (laughs) (laughs) well I am so grateful that you're amazing I adore you (laughs) thank you you too so Stephanie what's going on do you have anything you want to drop a bomb at the end of the birthplace of the future <laughs> oh my gosh, today has been um you know it, it amazes me all the time how much awareness we can have of our own lives and of the future and when we name these calls yeah. we've talked about it a couple of times but how amazing it is. I woke up yeah. this morning very much with um that that energy of knowing that Melanie was talking about that of knowing that ask and you shall receive like just knowing how true that is and actually getting to use it like there's one thing to believe in something and then there's a totally different energy whenever you actually use something in your life to create and um and sometimes sometimes you can know that it's true and still not be able to use it and sometimes you can use stuff and not even know if it's true or not (laughs) you can just play with it but um (laughs) and today was one of those days where all of a sudden I was like oh I asked for this and I received Mm. it and it doesn't look like what I thought it would look like to continue making this as a choice or would I like to make a different choice? Um, Yesterday uh, talking about what Melanie was talking about with money, I realized that I have tied money and other things together. So either money and time or money and work or money. And, and so Uh when you do something like that, uh, the, the future you begin to create is one in which you can't receive money without using your time or can't receive money without working hard or can't receive money. Um, so it, it's been a pro- not even a process. It was a moment where I realized that I had the choice to untie those things um, together. And so I was like, wow, uh-huh. everywhere I've tied time and money together, everywhere I've tied work and money together. Universe, I am now just asking for the money to show up and choosing what I do with myself and my life as uh-huh. another story. <laughs> like That's something different. So I can choose what I would like to be and what I would like to do with my life, and I can choose money, and those two do not have to have anything to do with one another anymore. <laughs> That creates a totally different it. future for me. So there's there's the bomb for the day. <laughs> and birthplace for a different so future. Good. Boom. <laughs> Boom. <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Well, it's awesome because, you know, just 
as I know you're someone who follows the energy and, and, you know, speaks from awareness and just opens your mouth and trusts that <laughs> it will be contributing. The, uh, we've talked a lot today about, um, you know, letting go of structure and significance <laughs> and making things solid and real. So I love that example. It's such an awesome example of where we had solidified something of like, it can only show up this one way <laughs> and undoing it. So it's awesome. <laughs> so cool. I love so it. So we have another choice to make here. We have, we actually have another half hour available if we want to keep talking um, or we can uh, wrap it up. What would you ladies well, like to do? Well, I am here in Michigan. The reason I'm traveling is I am in Michigan. We will be beginning um, a six-day extravaganza. Tomorrow there will be a bars class. We talk about that some, um, 32 points on the head, that um, is great for releasing the places where these things are stuck in ways that we we don't even recognize. So with the bars, it clears out all those, those ties, binds, significances, and all of that without even having to identify every single one of them. Um, so yeah. I'm setting up right now for that class and then following that, a class called the foundation. If anybody is in cool. Michigan and wants to show up, it is not too late. And if anybody is um, <laughs> just has already taken a bars class, you still have time to fly here for the foundation class. So living the foundation.com. Um, I may need to run and run some errands in order to make this, <laughs> like, for the, for the rest of this cool. to actually come to fruition. Um, but I would love to, I would love to hear, I, I'll stay on with you guys for a little while. If you guys still want to stay on and, and mute myself. Okay. <laughs> well, as, as much as okay, I would well, love to stay and continue the conversation, uh, my horsey is calling. So oh, I've got a horse is out yeah. here too. How's Phoenix? Oh, uh, she's she's doing better. I'm gonna go do some more work on her today. But talking about somebody who who makes me step up, make new choices, and make changes, create a different future. She is <laughs> definitely that for me. I mean, she just <laughs> amazes me. Amazes me. Um, and the changes that I'm getting in my body because of the work I'm having to do on her body. I'm wondering if she's creating yeah. all of this just to create a different reality and future for me and my body. Uh, I'll have to, we may need to have a whole show on that. Um, my dog Louie did that with me. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, let's, let's, let's. Do you have any upcoming classes or something that you want to share with uh, everyone? Um, or just well, available you know, I don't for have private anything. sessions? Well, yes, I am available for private sessions. I live in Houston, Texas. Um, so if you know you're in Houston and you would, you know, like to try out a, you know, a bar session that Stephanie was just talking about, and that we mentioned a little earlier, I, you know, I offer personal sessions and classes. Um, and then, you know, Heather, Stephanie, Sylvia Quintus, and myself, we uh, we just did confessions of a needy friend, um, and we do have the audio um, available. Um, and also the video is a Zoom over. Um, and then, well, ladies, we're also going to have um, another call coming up, but we don't have it scheduled. Um, so, yeah, contact us and any of us if you're interested in confessions of a needy girlfriend or boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it's a super juicy topic. 
Um, and, you know, I know a lot of people had a lot of change. Um, and the conversation was really amazing for me, too. So, yeah, you can get more information about me at MelanieClampett.com. And, Melanie, uh, unless things dramatically change, Melanie will also be in Atlanta, Georgia, October yes. 5th through 9th for an event called Beyond the Creativity Trap that um, will have me and uh, Melanie and um, Emily Russell and Crystal Crawford um, all doing stuff on uh, business creativity um, and basically all the places where you think that you can't um, but you actually have tools beyond your wildest imagination because those places where you feel like you can't um, may just be places where you don't do things the way that other people do. So you trying to think outside the box, too late, you're already out there. <laughs> so it's ways to actually I access those capacities <laughs> that you thought yes. were wrongnesses, things that were wrong with you. We're going we're gonna to give you tools um, to uncover all, all the things that are actually really right, amazing, and already, um, already on the cutting edge of whatever field you're in um, just by paying attention to those things that you've always um, secretly judged about yourself. <laughs> I'm like, I want to uh, love it. Like- I, I'm part of it. How does it get better than this? So <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> so where can they find that, Stephanie? Um, right now, if they can just if they want to go to stephanierichardson.com and drop me a note, they will um, they will get a message in their um, email box. Uh, that gives them a chance to sign up for the email uh, list and I will be sending out information about that because it's basically all TBD um, except for it's in Atlanta October 5th through 9th and the people that are involved um, unless we add some more folks and you can always find us on Facebook Um, so Stephanie Richardson on Facebook or you can look up the Good Girls Guide to Being Wrong um, or just contact any of us yeah, awesome. Brilliant. And I will just wrap it up with uh, letting everyone know about my novel, The Pharaoh's Builders. Uh, it is still available on Amazon.com at an incredibly low price. The paperback is available <laughs> for under five dollars. <laughs> oh my gosh! The uh, whoa, I know. <laughs> and the I'm Kindle like, what? Is Why? It's, it's, yeah. it's not a it's not a cheap read. Like it is a <laughs> rich, luscious read. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Yes, Amazon <laughs> chooses what the price is, so I don't have any control over that. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. So if um, yeah, anyone was is. asking for a bargain of something amazing, go to Amazon and look up the Pharaoh's Builder. Ask any shawls. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Paperback or Kindle. <laughs> I love so, it. Cool. Um, oh, my gosh, Melanie, thank you so much for uh, being here with me today. And, yay, Stephanie, I'm so glad you got to be here for the last few minutes. That's awesome. Thanks for letting <laughs> me drop in. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and thank you, thank you for the invitation to this really awesome conversation. I'm, uh, I'm really grateful, yeah. and I'm, I'm so grateful for the two of you and everything at this amazing future that we're creating together. You know, even our, our friendships are, yeah. you know, the birthplace of a different future. And I'm really grateful. Yay. Uh, yeah, I'm, me yeah. too. <laughs> Yay. I've got All right, ladies, and thank eyes. you, everyone, for joining us this week. And uh, we'll look forward to playing with you next week. Bye for Stay now. Soon.
Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.